I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry, and Jeff. The noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. Over the weekend, I had the pleasure, uh, along with my wife, of stopping in a place in downtown Crystal Lake called Aroma. And like last week with Honey Hill uh, Coffee Company, Aroma had great service and, of course, excellent coffee. I highly recommend it. Very good coffee. Okay. Uh, it's the summer of 1969, and we had moved from California back to Chicago, but not to the south side. Uh, in Bridgeport, we moved to the far south side in West Pullman. My dad had convinced my mom to come back to Chicago, and my mom being sick, she had to come back under one condition that we did not move back into Bridgeport, where the old man's friends were all at, his drinking buddies. So we moved to West Pullman. Ironically, we left. The night after I had pitched in uh, Little League, uh, I was playing on the Angels in California, pitched and uh, won the game, of course. And then we got on a train, moved back to Chicago. And a new movie comes out. It's called Once Upon a Time in the West. It has Henry Fonda as the bad guy, Charles Bronson as the good guy, Jason Robards as somewhere in between. And the lead actress is none other than my favorite, Claudia Cardinelli. Oh, Lord, this is great. So I went from watching The Professionals with Claudia Cardinelli to last week's episode where I talked about Stella reminded me of Claudia Cardinelli. Now I'm watching another Claudia Cardinelli movie that is a great movie. So in there, every time Jason Robards visits Claudia Cardinelli, she opens the door. He looks at her, this long pause, and he says, did you make coffee? First time he does it, it's such a tense scene. The music, it's one of those spaghetti westerns, Sergio Leone. She steps back and she has this terrifying look on her face. And Jason Robards is standing there and there's this music and it's tense. Really, you have to see it to believe it. He just says, did you make coffee? If not, can you please make it? It's a great partner showing Claudia Cardinelli making the coffee, which I'm thinking, you know what? There was a point recently where I thought, I'm going to name my coffee maker Rhonda Cardinelli. And then as I'm sipping my coffee, I looked at Rhonda and I thought, nah, she's very sensitive and temperamental. So if I change her name to Rhonda Cardinelli, she might make me a terrible cup of coffee. There's no way I'm changing it. Rhonda, baby, you're still good with me. We're not changing your name. So here we have three weeks in a row. We got Don Corleone, loves coffee. We got Apollo Creed loves coffee. Let's move to 1971. I'm 14 years old. 
and we're living in West Pullman on the south, far south side of Chicago. And a movie comes out, and it's called Summer of 42. Okay, and it's got Jennifer O'Neill in it. And I'm like, wow, and it's rated R. Probably about six months early, I seen her in a movie called Rio Lobo with John Wayne. Now, in John Wayne movies, uh, at that time, they got to be boring for me. But in the movie, Jennifer O'Neill, her name is, which it's one of those names that I will always remember, her name is Shasta Delaney. I'm like, okay, she's got dark hair, dark eyes, and she fits the Claudia Cardinelli, a.k.a. Stella Santiago. Dark hair, dark eyes, that's me. So I'm like, I got to see this movie. So I'm asking everybody old enough to get in because it's rated R. You got to be, I think, 17, 18 to get in. I'm 14. I can't get in. I'm begging people to go. Nobody will take me. I get this great idea. I'll go there and I'll stand in a parking lot and I'll start asking people if they can get me into the movie theater. What well, started out at one o'clock in the afternoon, nobody would do it. So finally, at 10 to 6, this old couple, which to me at that time, old meant probably if you're 18 or over, uh, if you were old enough to buy booze or something, or 21, you were old. But these people looked like they were old. So the guy said no. The wife said, oh, for God's sakes, just take them in with us. It's it's harmless. I'm like, oh, this is good. We get in. Unfortunately, the first movie is called Where's Papa with George Segal. I got to sit through this movie. Summer 42 comes on. This is going to be worth it. And it wasn't. It was one of the movies where I was disappointed, even though Jennifer O'Neill was in it. I walked out of that show almost in tears. I'm like, my God, I just spent nine hours of my life that I'll never get back. And you know what? To this day, I still haven't gotten those nine hours back. So I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I can't go home. So I walked to Don's drive-in to get a cup of coffee, which is on... I went to the normal theater. It was on 119th and normal, which was four blocks up our street. We lived on 123rd and normal. It was only four blocks. So I was probably 10 minutes away from the house. Start walking up 119th. I get to Don's drive-in where some of my friends work. They were, of course, 16, I think. So I get my coffee and I'm walking. And then it hits me. If I don't get home by 11, the old man used to lock the door on me. He bought a hook. So my key wouldn't work. So he bought a hook and would lock me out and I would have to sleep on the porch. I was the only one in the family he would do that to. So I'm like, oh, so I start walking a little faster. I get there. I don't even try the door. I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm outside. I'll get used to it. It's not that cold out. So I'm laying on the porch and all of a sudden I hear this voice go, what the hell are you doing? And I look, it's the old man. I'm like, and he's got a quart of beer, which I'm assuming was hams. He comes and sits down next to me. He goes, what are you doing out here? I said, well, I've been waiting for you. He goes, what are you waiting for me for? I said, well, mom told me to check on you. So I've been sitting out here for a couple hours waiting for you. I said, where the hell you been at? He goes, what do you mean where have I been at? I go, where where you been at? I said, I can't get in. Mom locked, it, locked me out. I go, what do you mean she locked you out? Well, yeah, she locked me out. He goes, I've been coming back every hour hoping the door's been open. He goes, I haven't seen you on the porch. I go, I've been sitting right here for the past couple hours. I go, what are you drinking there? He goes, hams. I go, well, maybe it's time you ought to switch to Meisterbrow. I go, because I've been sitting here talking to you for the past couple hours, and you're trying to tell me you haven't been around. You know, I'm making this up. He goes, 
what do you mean? First, you're telling me you've been waiting for me. Then you're telling me you're talking to me. You've been talking to me. He goes, which one was it? I go, well, let's get back to this. Mom had me sit out in front, wait for you. He goes, well, I can't get in the house. I go, well, I can't get in there either. I'm not going to stay on this porch with you. I said, because you're drinking a beer. I said, so I'm just going to go over to Pete's house who lived on the next block. He goes, all right, I'm going to be here. I go, I'm sure you will. So what he didn't know was I had Jimmy the basement window open on events like this. I walked around the block, came back, opened the window, crawled in, and went to bed. Only I went to bed with my clothes on. When he got up in the morning or when he showed up at the back door, we were down, we had a little kitchen downstairs. So I was already up. It was probably about six o'clock and I'm making a little pot of coffee. I'm heating water up and he's pounding on the door. <laughs> so I open the door. I go, well, where the hell you been at? He goes, what do you mean? I've been on the porch. I go, you were on the porch. He goes, where have you been at? I said, I was laying next to you. What do you mean? I go, we couldn't get in. Remember? He goes, no, I don't remember. I go, well, there you go. I go, do you want a cup of coffee? He goes, yeah. I go, okay. He goes, where did you go all day yesterday? I said, well, I went to try and see this movie that was rated R. And nobody would help me get in. So I told him about what I was doing. And again, he was still three sheets to the wind. And he says, okay, why didn't you ask me? I said, the last time you took me to see a movie was Bonnie and Clyde in like 1968. I said, Plus, I didn't have extra money. He goes, for what? I go, because I would have had to pay for you. So he had the smile on his face that he could barely get across. He goes, well, that's true. I said, so I didn't want to take you. I couldn't afford it. And you obviously spent your last dollar on that quart of beer you had when you came home. What time did I come home? I go, I don't know. I was sitting on a porch for a couple hours waiting for you. He goes, I thought you went to the show. I go, you're mixing the story up. I said, let's get back to you. I said, I was waiting for you to get home, and we couldn't get in. We both fell asleep on the porch. Now you're asking me all these questions. I said, thank heavens I was waiting for you. I said, if anything would happen to you out there, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. He goes, you worrying about me? I said, no, but I wouldn't have been able to sleep. That's what I was worried about. With that, that was the last time I seen Jennifer O'Neill ever. I never went to see a movie again or anything like that, and it was just brutal. It was actually enjoyable standing in that parking lot. I don't want to say made a lot of friends, but people were nice, but they just wouldn't take me in to see a movie that ended up being, should have been rated M for mature audiences and not R. With that, I will end this week with, again, let's say a half a cup of coffee to Jennifer O'Neill. She got my two bucks for the movie, and whoever rated that movie R, you know, they don't deserve a cup of coffee. And please join us next week for a very special Memorial Day tribute to two people that had an impact on my life, one in my childhood and the other later in life, which had a total impact on my family. Thank you. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better, coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout.
That's hilarious. Yeah, Rhonda. You're not gonna change your coffee maker's name. <laughs> <laughs> She's very, very sensitive and temperamental. So yeah, it was. It's my favorite actress of all time, Claudia Cardinale. Oh, Rhonda. It was so good. Thank you.